Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So I'm sorry to report to my friends in Chicago, the nightmare continues. Chicago Tribune sports page. Really? Column by Stephen... Rosenblum? Steve Rosenblum. You know him? Never heard the name before yet. Steve Rosenblum. I think Chance the Rabbi is the way to go. Brian Peruk. Well, when's he coming back? I said, you want to come back? And it was an emphatic no. There you go. Well, we're glad he misses us. Where's Grody? Sitting in for Mark Grody, who's sitting in for Brian Peruk, it's Mike Esposito. I almost put that in my update just so I could say Esposito in the update again, but I didn't. They suck, so you don't have to. I can promise you this when this show is over we will tweet out an apology to our listeners for some reason they sing take the last train to turdsville and we'll meet you at the station take the last train to turdsville they're in need of sanitation don't you know oh whoa, whoa, whoa. they won't stop singing Lido. whoa 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 it's a master's course in stupid. You're tapping two kegs of stupid, and it is really flowing. Up. Yeah, I, I don't, and uh, yeah, I, I, I got into journalism because I was told math was not uh, part of it. They have celebrity rebukes. This is Wayne Mesmer, Senior Executive Vice President of the Wolves. You know, in all my years involved in sports and many teams, I have never been involved with something that sucks so badly. The three words that best describe this show are as follows, and I quote, Stink, stank, stunk. It's Rosenblum and Esposito on WSCR 670 The Score. We should be 670 WSUK. Saturday second, Steve Rosenblum and look who's back. back, back. Hi. Hey, you. Saturday second, second like it ought to be. That person. Glad to be here. Share with the class who you are. Hi, I'm Mike Esposito. I was once on this show. It's not my show, but I was on the show. But I'm, and I'm in for. Let's in see. For- there's. Yes, filling yeah. in for Grody, okay. who's filling in for Spiegel, who's filling in for me, who is filling in for Jordan Burnfield. Uh, mm-hmm. Somewhere in there, we were filling in for Grody before, and then Brian Peruk, and then we're all in, of course, for Dave Baum. The radio legend and chat champ. So there he is. Yes. And here's why it sucks to be Espo. If you're listening to the end of Inside the Clubhouse, as you should have been, because they take attendance... You heard uh, Bruce Levine and Zach Zabe say, yeah, coming up. And here's uh, Mark Rohde and Steve Rosenblum. They'll be following from 11 to 2. So it really Here sucks we, to be Esmo. We, we have gotten one minute into the show, and it's already begun. So I'm glad to be back. Right. We, we, may, we will have to discuss. You'll be familiar with this. A longtime Saturday suckage guy. We will have to discuss uh, potential and induction into the Saturday Suckage Hall of Fame. Oh, and that'll be okay. coming up later. And uh, want to let everyone know we're broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. 
Espo Studio comes with a driveway out there in the leafy burbs. And, That's right. And he's broadcasting from the basement that does not have a lock, so we have no idea what might or might not happen with the three children and the woman with the technicolor hair. So why yes. don't you update the crowd on Stacy's what what uh, what Pantone color is she favoring these days? I, ironically enough, Steve, uh, she has gone you know quarantine because you know the inability to go to the salon to get her hair done. Uh-huh. Uh, I volunteered I volunteered to use my clippers, which I did on the boys and myself, but uh, that was quickly, as you would imagine, that was quickly shot down. Uh, so she's actually growing it out a little bit, but we are a, a, a summer blonde, but it's not like that super white, like Billy Idol blonde, but it's, it's a blonde, it's a summer blonde. So we're in a fairly normal state of hair over here and you are correct. The basement door where I'm currently sitting does not lock. The kids have been, uh, told, please don't come downstairs. I have put a sign right over the door handle to come downstairs saying, please stay upstairs. We'll see how this works. That's the first thing they'll do is go downstairs and walk in because they were told not to. That's That's right. The first thing kids learn is contrarianism. So it's surprising because in the 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 summer blonde is certainly a nice look. It's rather conventional for your wife. And the 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 stages that we went through in this quarantine, this pandemic were in, in locking down. Everybody was hoarding paper products. So you always made sure you could blow your nose and wipe your tuchas. Mm-hmm. And then it moved to any combination of board games, and then everybody got bored with that, and they started making bread, so we ran out of flour and yeast. And some website ran out of bread-making machines. But it eventually moved on to a rush on websites for clippers and hair dye, which explains much of the turquoise and violet you may mm-hmm. see as things opened up. So well, I was the, really expecting something more than more conventional well, than that. See, see, we, we were ahead of the curve, Steve. So that's, that's kind of where, cause we, we had, we had violet and turquoise and gray and any combination of, of those colors. We had that back in March and I already owned clippers. So Stacy was quick on the order button for the, uh, the various hair dye colors that, uh, uh, we still have, I'm sure, because you couldn't have possibly used all of them. Uh, but after pretty much just letting that grow out, uh, along with her hair, you know, the overall just letting the hair grow out, when the salons finally reopened and she was able to get back in, uh, we just have a normal blonde. So it's like, it's almost as if it never happened, but it did. Of course it did. I, I think her next goal should be for just for for to keep in practice would be to every week change to the different colors of the NBC peacock logo. <laughs> just move right along there. I would like to see that. You could sort of put the her hair right where the peacock shows its colors and her face there. You see, you take a picture of it and her face is below each of those covers. I think that would make for a really good Stacy Esposito uh, logo herself. I'm just well, passing that along, and I'm glad that I'm at a distance from her. That's all I have to say. We will pass these. Uh, we'll put these in the suggestion oh, sure. box. I'm sure we'll oh, get an sure. eye roll or two, and and then that'll be that. If she's been listening, she will send the kids into your basement office. She will well, make them go in there. If, if I ever wanted to keep a secret from her, buddy, I would just do it right here on this show, and their secret would be safe. Because All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> Saturday Suckage in a nutshell. He's Mike Esposito. He's been here before. This is not his first Suckage rodeo. We want to alert you to this, Espo. We, the Tech Zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at RosenHyundai.com. And here's what's changed since you were last a member in good standing of Saturday Suckage co-hosting duties. The text line is the same as the phone line, mm-hmm. 312-644-6767. So at that point, you can text us, and it'll show up like the 708 texter, LOL, the open gets me every time. That's what we received on our text line. Or you can, and this is new at Saturday Suckage with our new producer, Trash Panda Espo. Mm-hmm. If somebody actually makes a phone call as opposed to just texting, 
to 312-644-6767. Then we have a breaking phone call sounder that Trash Panda sets off and then he introduces the caller to us because it's it's really a royal happening once once mm-hmm. we get a phone call. And I think we last did that in June. I think that was the last time we well, got a call. We're <laughs> yeah. only a few weeks in, so uh, yeah, I, that would be wonderful. And I have heard the sounder. I am, believe it or not, I am still a, a loyal listener when we're in the car, when we're sh- uh, schlepping the kids around or wherever it is that we're going. We are loyal listeners uh, to to you and to Grody, so I have heard the sounder, you didn't and I would be happy to hear it. You did card, right? No, I mean I have to keep up on current events and what's going on on Saturday Suckage. So I mean this is this is what this is what we have to do. Right, and and I'd say we have to the tech zone brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at rosenhyundai.com. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Comes the 847, where's Grody? He's my inspiration in life. This socks hard. S-O-C-K-S. <laughs> hard. Yeah, all right. So in talking about sports... It sucks biggest... and it freebases. Thank you, Les. Wow. <laughs> 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 We're, we do have some WB Club news later in the day. So the... Okay. The big news in Chicago baseball, Michael Kopech, mm-hmm. he opted out. He was not somebody who had indicated or anyone had indicated he test positive. He just simply, he just made a life decision and did not make a statement. We're left with the White Sox decision and the support. The, the idea that he tested positive was floated several days ago when he didn't show up and and a couple players did test positive, and Yoel Moncada wasn't on the field. It turns out that the White Sox are refusing to say why Yoan Moncada and Jose Ruiz are on the 10-day injured list. So we kind of know why. So mm-hmm. there's the Michael Kopech. What did you think when you heard that, when you, when, you, when you heard some more details of that? So I was at... Guaranteed rate field for the first workout, so a week ago Friday. And when we had the media availability with Rick Hahn, uh, and he said, Kopech is not here. It's a personal reason. It's an excused absence. He went out of his way to say he is not sick. He does not have coronavirus. Um, but he's, you know, what, what, however he framed it. But he was very clear. He's not sick. Personal matter. Excused absence. So I can't say that I was extremely surprised, but I think, like everybody else there, I thought that um, that Kopech would be reporting. Now, come to find out, and it turns out you can actually learn things, or maybe learn things. You know, the the, the rumor mill is apparently out there churning. This, according to uh, our friend and neighbor two doors down, who said that uh, she had read some. Uh, What's the best Wait, word? is Gossip? that your source? Our friend and neighbor two doors no, down. No, see, and and I have not. I no, and I have not even verified not even this. Na- she, okay. She, All it's right. a, it's a she, and she said so. Apparently, there is some relationship gossip out there via social media, but I don't know if this is something like that, and I I shouldn't uh, necessarily comment on that. But that is what oh, she but you're has just said. Pass she it has along seen. and make relationship. I'm just so he and I am just, Morgan. I'm just saying that is what apparently the ladies are reading out there on social media. Where are See, they I, reading I've got all this, kinds of sources Paul? for I, do, I where do deep dive. Come on, where are they reading this? Uh, she did she did not tell me, but I know that uh, they are what newly married. So yeah, I don't know, and and I I, I I have no idea. I am just telling you what I was told by. By her neighbor, who is on her social media, that is what she was seeing. Okay. I, so how about that? Is that, know, is that does I, that count for breaking news? I, I will I, I will try that to find sucks. out more. It's uh, okay. It's so so if this complete. if this turns out to be true, guys, I think that we get credit. That we and by we I mean Espo gets credit for the breaking news. For breaking gossip. <laughs> I and I will. And I will then go two doors down and, and credit Kathy, my neighbor, for, for this uh, very, 
Very important news. So Kathy okay, so Espo's the guy... neighbor gets credit. Kathy, yeah. <laughs> so, source, Kathy, Espo's neighbor. So didn't the um didn't the Mahomes contract get broken by a liquor store owner, right? Yes, because did you see that? Because Yeah, so I'm uh, just saying so your neighbor That's all possible. Should be on the show. Not you. <laughs> Please tell me. Because, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I want to go back to this liquor store Mahomes thing. Was it? I, I really want to imagine that it was Mahomes at the liquor store buying just a shelf of booze and just saying, hey, yeah, I might be signing a large contract. No, somebody. Uh, wanna, yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead I was, I'm sorry. Somebody, somebody with the Chiefs was buying a case of champagne or whatever it was because they were bringing it back to the old complex to celebrate said signing. And he or she, whoever was buying the booze, told the person in the liquor store the reason why he or she was buying the booze. And that liquor store person then apparently direct messaged Schefter from ESPN, and that's how that was uh, broken. That's incredible. Isn't that amazing? What a leak. Well, so now our text line, 312-644-6767, same great number as the phone call you used to make. Now get you to the uh, Rosen Hyundai text line. The um, 612 texter says, Afternoon Dan broke it yesterday. Now, I don't know if that's a radio name, Afternoon Dan, or if that's a code name, Afternoon Dan, or if it's afternoon, even though it's really morning, which shows this texter is a member of the Wake and Bake Club, and we appreciate that. Or, or is it Dan Nee and not Dan, maybe? Uh, who the heck knows? I, or Dan... I don't know. It doesn't say Bernstein. 612. Isn't that Minnesota, right? There's a Dan Barrero up there. So maybe that's what it is. I don't know why Dan Barrero would be breaking Michael Kopech news in in Minnesota. Is it Vanessa Morgan from Minnesota? Okay. I, I don't know. I did not hear that. So glad to see that we're covering all things. I was attributing it to a to his rightful fearfulness of showing up in a, in a in a situation where where you're having having oh maybe it was afternoon Danny Parkins because when I see yeah, Dan that's, I don't think about that that's that's what I was saying and I and I was not listening yesterday afternoon I was not uh, in the car I was not in the house uh, but that and, and again. Can we get Parkins so, on to see about his breaking gossip? Was, do we have a breaking gossip sounder, studs? Uh, you caught me off guard on this one. I don't have that okay, prepared. Okay, I'm just asking. I have an alternate breaking news sounder that I've used in the past. There's that. But. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get that? Entertainment Tonight? I went on YouTube and I put in breaking news sounder. It was that, 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 was that difficult. All right, so apparently Parkins, according to our friends via text, said that uh, Kopech's wife, not that they're breaking up, but that she may be pregnant. Oh. That according to Bill Bixby in Crown Point, and that was Parkins. So that's what uh, this, this news was. Well, that's oh, yeah, really, just... that's, that sheds lights on it, a, a, good, a good amount of light. And yet it was on, interestingly, it was on the McNeil and Parkins show, 2 to 6, Monday through Friday, right here on The Score. Uh, Spiegel was in for uh, McNeil yesterday and will be apparently forever. The the um, appearance by Kopech on their show in January, he had talked about anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. about his struggles with it, getting straight, getting right. And you can certainly see, we've seen report after report, we've seen a lot of people who have been hit by various forms of anxiety, depression, fear, um, this lockdown, the quarantine, the self-isolation that the pandemic has caused, and that seemed a likely thing, which may be part of it, but it was it was the that fact that McNeil and Parkins had him on talking about that in January, and uh, if Danny's the report is right, it's right up there with the reason Buster Posey quit yesterday. I would mm-hmm. say quit. The reason he opted out, I guess is the right phrase, Buster Posey said that he... He and his wife got confirmation they were able to adopt twin girls who are still in the IC, pediatric ICU, the newborn ICU, 
uh, on Thursday, and Friday he announced his decision. He's opting out. They're putting the commitment to, to health and safety of his family ahead of his desire to play baseball. So they adopted identical, identical twins, and there you are. So that's a real interesting... We haven't heard from Kopech, which is a shame, because you want to hear the, the man's reasoning, and, and for family reasons. I think everybody wants to, certainly, if it's for family reasons, for your own reasons, for your own, whether it's individual, whether your ability to, 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 to deal with this while being in, trying to throw 100 miles an hour and the baseball might be coming back at you 110 miles, you need to be focused on that. And if you're not, that's a good reason for not playing. If it involves family, everybody everybody's on board with you. There were a lot of people who were in favor of this. I would let, we have not heard from him. The White Sox have kept the confidence. Um, and and I would like to hear his thoughts and I'd like to hear how he says it. He's a pretty thoughtful guy. He's a, he's a very thoughtful guy. We had had him uh, on the station multiple times on various shows, and he is definitely a guy... Uh, who is able to express himself very well. He's very thought, very thoughtful. And uh, it would be good to, and maybe he's just not ready. I mean, certainly uh, Mike Trout and his wife are in this a similar situation. Uh, Chris Bryant just had a baby. His wife just had a baby. So they are in a similar situation. I can only imagine, especially, you know, we're, we we are collectively, Steve, way older than these guys. But you know, we're our my kids are eight, ten, and twelve. They're bringing newborns uh, into the mix, and you don't want to be bringing anything uh, back into the house with your either pregnant wife or newborn baby. And I totally get all of that. Um, according to uh, what uh, what I've been able to sleuth out here on my own, uh, and then uh, via our friends on the text line. So apparently, Kopech's wife has started following. Lots of pregnancy sites on Instagram. So that that was that was Danny sleuthing yesterday afternoon. So or as one texter says, Danny Parkinson's sleuthing. Yeah. He doesn't have Danny Parkinson's yet, but he's getting there. Right. Soon yeah, enough. Right. So um, <laughs> it and it whatever his reasons are, um, I respect it. I, I sure because it's a really hard thing to come to grips with. This is what you've always wanted to do. The reason you can't is out of your control. I mean, you could say yes to this. See, Chris Bryant's a real interesting case that that um, brings in a lot of other factors because as we, you know, when we went through way back when we were watching what passed for live sports, the Last Stand. And that was that was at a time when you had Cubs players also talking about their own last stand. It was pretty clear. This was the the core group that won the World Series was going to get one last shot, and then everybody believed it was going to get blown up because it was it was you know the billionaire Ricketts can't afford to pay Bryant and and Baez, which is I think is crap. I don't. Uh, I, I think billionaires lie on a regular basis, whoever you are. I think you can afford what you want to afford. But the you had Disco Tony Rizzo talking about the last dance and the Cubs version of it. And I don't know how that influenced what Chris Bryant's doing, whether it's moving him closer to free agency, whether it's it's moving him closer to to another World Series with this group. And the Cubs players have been very respectful of one another and very disciplined, and nobody has tested positive for it. So mm-hmm. I, I I, don't know what the motivating or what percentage of these things factors into the, their, their motivation. Yeah, and, and Bryant was out uh, during his media availability, and he said, you know, with all of this other stuff swirling around, there's also the fact that he's supposed to be a free agent after next season. And will he extend or will he go into free agency? And he, he mentioned something about, hey, you know, it would be great if they didn't trade me during this because, you know, of all the other uncertainty and how he loves being here and all that. So, yeah, there's a lot going on for these guys. There's no question. And I certainly respect uh you know, their decisions, if they choose to play, great. If they choose not to play, I get it. And certainly a guy like Posey, who's made a ton of dough in his in his career, uh, you know, totally uh, 
I'm sure him missing this season's salary is not going to really put a uh, put a, uh, a crimp in their budget, the Posey family budget. But you know, some of the some of the younger guys uh, that don't or haven't made that kind of money thus far in their career uh, would probably not be able to do that. But Kopech is doing it, and that's you know good for him. If you know whatever the reasons are, if he if he has decided that he can't do it for personal reasons, then he can't do it. And this keeps him from this, this, he gets, because he's not considered high risk, one of the, one of the codicils, one of the parts of this, this, the opt out clauses, if you're a high risk, you can opt out and you will not lose service time because he was not considered part of the high risk group. He will not get service time. Mm-hmm. So he'll still be, you know, a year later or a season later, whatever it is, he'll still be that far from free agency. So I, I would like to hear from him. I'd like to hear what went into what went into the thought. Um, I w- would like to. I, I'll respect what he does. I want to hear from something more than we've heard from the White Sox. Um, and it also may be there may be another part of this for him and other players that I want to get to after this. We'll take a break. But Kopech hasn't made a statement. Could be a variety of things we've discussed. There might be one other reason that we saw, and it and it came last week, and it should scare everyone. So we'll talk about that, and we'll tell you, top of the hour, we'll talk about Kopech and the White Sox with Lamont Pope of the Chicago Sun-Times. In the meantime, this is Saturday Suckage, like it used to be. Espo's back, back, back. And we're just awaiting the first Esposito child to run into the unlocked <laughs> basement studio. So we'll prepare for that. Steve Rosenblum, Mike Esposito, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast cool like when your ac decides not to work trust abc and consider it cool schedule today at 4abc.com abc plumbing sewer heating cooling and electric consider it done Geico for your boat. See how much you could save at Geico.com today. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Chicago Sports Station. You suck. Well, you know, you've come to the right place. Steve Rosenblum and he's back, back, back. Mike Esposito is back on Saturday Suckage. He's at home, literally at home. Talking to you from a basement with a door that does not lock and three children of active ages. So we're awaiting for that to <laughs> burst so, in. And- so, 
So far, my, my homemade sign affixed to the basement door with masking tape asking them not to come down has held. We're 30 minutes in. It has held. Okay. Well, that may be a, it's a world indoor record for the Esposito children. <laughs> so we, last, we were talking about Michael Kopech and whatever the decision, the decision he made to opt out, the reasons for it might be a variety. A lot of things contribute to it, and he's entitled to that. It's his world, his life, his job, his future. He's allowed to make that decision. We haven't heard from him. So he talked about, you know, he's somebody who's openly discussed his struggles with anxiety and depression and how he battles them and how he, the tools he uses to to rein them in and make them work for him. He's, he's talked about coming back from Tommy John surgery and also ramping up a certain amount of work. He's also in JR, James Fegan and The Athletic talked about his his wish for a plan of I'm a starter, I want to be a starter, I don't want to be you know, a super third inning through eighth inning guy, however they wanted to use him. Um, and then the Instagram sleuthing of uh, Danny Parkins, our afternoon show, McNeil and Parkins, that, that his wife, Vanessa Morgan, might be pregnant as she begins following pregnancy uh, sites. So, so he could have a variety of reasons and good for him. Here's another one. It played out last week, Espo. And mm-hmm. I just, it added to my belief, <clears throat> MLB can be so despicable and incompetent. Rob Manfred not only doesn't like baseball, but he doesn't care about baseball players. Yet he negotiated in bad faith. He virtually admitted it. This is the guy who talked about the World Series as a piece of, World Series trophy as a piece of metal. So mm-hmm. he negotiated in bad faith, didn't seem to care much about it, didn't seem to want to cover it up at all. He did nothing to earn the players' trust back then. He only made it worse. They wanted new. They wanted to have a, a negotiation. All the, all Manfred did was take the same offer and cut it up four different ways. But it still was the same thing. And during a pandemic, and Manfred's league couldn't look dumber than what happened last week when you spent all this time with money. And you can't get tests to the, the, the drug company, the testing company, you bought out. You bought this as if it were a food truck and said, you're working just for us, you're catering to us, and MLB couldn't get tests done, couldn't get delivery people to show up, couldn't read a calendar that there's a national holiday and you got to work in a different way and pay extra and make sure it gets done regarding the health and safety of their players. He's the worst commissioner of the first, the four major sports. Adam Silver, I think, is a gold standard. Honest, well, and, trans- and transparent you, as hell. You're you're excusing then Gary Bettman, which I know uh, Les is going to want to have some words with you, so you better be hey, careful Gary, there. But Gary Bettman just got a labor <laughs> deal done, and they have as solid a plan as anything for the playoffs. So I agree with you. you I, re- I rethink your Gary Bettman thoughts for the moment. Even Roger Goodell looks human as he stands with protesting players and, by the way, showed up, flew in, got, or got here somehow, for Sam Ocho's wonderful community action mm-hmm. to purchase a liquor store and turn it into a grocery store in the food desert that is Austin, which we can mm-hmm. talk about later. Later, sure. uh, later. But, but the idea of Manfred running a clown college like this doesn't give a damn about the players. If you are Michael Kopech or any player, you might quit. You might opt out this year because you have no belief that baseball will take care of you. And just today, the Astros canceled yet another workout after learning a member could have been exposed to a person outside the organization. It might have been that, who knows what that person was. We, we know the players have talked about being disciplined and not going out to bars, not going, not not putting yourself in any kind of of transmitted danger. But you've also got Houston, one of the biggest spikes, one of, a, a city with one of the biggest spikes of COVID-19, and now they're using refrigerated trailers as temporary morgues. Yikes. If you're a baseball yep. player, you are really smart to get out of a league that is being run by Rob Manfred. Yeah, and you know what? 
Steve, uh, I, I thought uh, for all of his transgressions, and, and Lord knows there were certainly lots of things you might have uh, had arguments with Bud Selig about, and being that he was, you know, you know, allegedly or whatever you want to call it through uh, commentary, you know, he was he was he was an owner. So, of course, he was in the pockets of the owner. But you know what? The one thing that I always respected about Bud Selig is that he saw how harmful the various work stoppages were throughout his ownership and throughout his time in the game. And that was the one thing. 94 was a disaster. But from 94 until present, we have had continuous baseball. And it certainly does not sound like the uh, the two sides. You mentioned the labor agreement with the NHL. It certainly does not sound like the two sides are are exactly uh, singing kumbaya together and holding hands as they uh, try to get their next labor deal done. The the way the league has handled this is awful, and you and the way America's handled it has been awful as well. If you listen to two two players, two veteran players, two rather decorated players came out this week and, and made terrific points. Um, the, the, the first one, the most notable, was Sean Doolittle. Did you hear what – did you read what he said? I don't know yep, if you heard what he said. I did, and I – you know what? And talk about the, the good Twitter follow. Uh, Sean oh, Doolittle yeah. is a very good Twitter follow. What would do do? That's it. That's Sean <laughs> Doolittle. And I, and I think it's really important to bring this up because he's not just – it's not just about me. But he was asked about whatever the asked about the situation playing baseball in the midst of a pandemic, and he said, "I do think it, I do think it brings to mind kind of where we're at in our response to this as a country. Like we're trying to bring baseball back during a pandemic that's killed 130,000 people. We're way worse off as a country than we were in March when we shut this thing down, and like." Look at where other developed countries are in their response to this. We haven't done any of the things that other countries have done to bring sports back. Sports are like the reward of a functioning society. I'm going to repeat that. Sports are like the reward of a functioning society. And we're trying to just bring it back, even though we've taken none of the steps to flatten the curve, whatever you want to say. We did flatten the curve a little bit, but we didn't use that time to do anything productive. We just opened back up for Memorial Day. We decided we're done with it. Like if there aren't sports, it's going to be because people are not wearing masks because the response to this has been so politicized. We need help from the general public. If they want to watch baseball, please wear a mask, social distance, keep washing your hands. We can't just have virus fatigue and keep thinking, well, it's been four months. We're over this. This has been enough time, right? We waited long enough. Shouldn't sports come back now? No. There are things we have to do in order to bring this stuff back. And now you want to bring fans back? Is that safe? I don't know. I'm not a public health expert. But we should probably defer to them on some of these issues. So I don't know if it's safe or not. I really don't know. But that doesn't seem like something that... I don't know if that feels like a good idea or not. I don't know. And I'm I'm moved to immediately think of a sign I saw, I think it was outside of a restaurant about a month ago. Even on Gilligan's Island, they believed the professor over the billionaire. And I yeah. that's listen to the doctors, listen to the <laughs> educated people. That was Sean Doolittle, and he's making a terrific point. We haven't earned the right to watch sports. I, I think they're all going to try to start, and none of them will finish. Well, and, and I thought this, uh, and I have thought this the entire time. And listen, I want baseball back. I want football back. Give me all of my sports all of the time. It has, you know, literally my whole life been, you know, what season are we in? What are we watching? You know, what are we getting into? But to, to Doolittle's point, and really to uh, – to the point that you just made. I mean, there is not a chance. How, how do we possibly play football or, you know, insert sport name here when cases are spiking instead of going down, when we have not uh, flattened the, the amount of cases that have occurred? I mean, I'm deal- my, my eight-year-old, we're, I'm a Little League baseball coach. We're dealing with 
COVID-19 cases in Little League and trying to navigate that. And Wait, that you're is playing baseball. We are playing Little League baseball. Yes. Tell, tell, we are. What, how are you doing this? Give me some so, of the modifications. All right. So we were initially supposed to start in April. Obviously, that got bumped back. It kept getting bumped back. We finally got the green light to start in mid-June, let's call it. Uh, we are, uh, as coaches, we are not supposed to touch the players. We're not supposed to get within six feet of the players. If we want to coach them or whatever, you know, it's supposed to be anything you can do at a distance, basically. So I, I can't go up to a player and try to show him the correct way how to bunt a baseball because then I would be touching his bat and his hands and whatever as you try to kind of show him that stance. Um, we are to have hand sanitizer on hand at all times. Kids must bring their own gloves, bats, water bottles, etc. So there's no sharing of any of that. There's no sharing of gloves. There's no sharing of bats. There's no high fives. There's no post game, you know, lineup high fives. Um, it's it's very bizarre, and you know, at sometimes. Uh, what about wearing masks, Expo? I'm we, listening we, for the masks. No, there's no. So we do not have. There is. You can wear a mask. But you are not uh, you are not made to made, wear a mask in the outside. You are not. But is, doesn't that seem like the most fundamental? Doesn't that seem like rule number <clears throat> one in any restart? So I I will say this too, and and for for fans in the stands type thing, like you know families coming out to watch. So like yesterday we had uh, we had a game at Mellis Park, which is a big baseball complex out there in Mount Prospect. There's like I don't know how many fields, six or seven fields, whatever it is. Fans have to stay. By the outfield, fans have to um, wear, you know, the fans had masks on. And the fans are not necessarily allowed to interact with the players. It's really just the coaches and the players. So there were masks, but the players do not wear masks. And the the toughest part as a coach and certainly as, um, you know, somebody trying to be safe as well is trying to keep that separation. And there have certainly been conversations amongst some of the other dads that coach with me and myself and other teams coaches too, that, you know, how should we do this? Should we do this? Should we cancel? You know, a, a good example is there, there was, uh, we, we had to postpone a game uh, against a team because several of the uh, players on that team had tested positive. And that was not even a recent thing, but it was one of those, we don't want to, we don't want to get into that basically. Um, it, I mean, it's a, it, we're, we're all just kind of doing this by feel, and that is uh, the hardest thing because you're also then starting to talk about, you know, and my kids are all in elementary school, but you're about five, six weeks away from school. So what are you going to do then? Because that is even a bigger Petri dish than, you know, Little League Baseball. I think the only reason they actually let us do Little League Baseball, and I say they meaning the Park District, is because it is outside. It is fairly distant. Um, you can realistically uh, keep the kids apart, keep the kids from touching, whatever. But what I don't see, and this is where, whatever level, I don't see how they play football. Pros, yeah, sure. You know what? If the NFL wants to play, you're paying your players and you want to take the risk, fine. But how does college football make college football players play? I don't get well, they've already They've already messed that up. College I know, but how? Shown, I mean, college has shown that it can't play because it doesn't have the discipline. It does not have the the medical oversight. It has not figured out how to keep players healthy because it seems it, it if it's one, it's all of them. Suddenly you're into you're into you've gone from one to twenty, and we've seen programs explode like that. I don't see mm-hmm. how it happens. I don't I don't see how the Big Ten plays a conference schedule, and it's. You know, there's kind of a, an, an idiot statement here that the we're gonna get, the Big Ten says conference only, and be to to limit travel. Really, you got a team in right between Rutgers and what's the farthest uh-huh. west team? Nebraska. Nebraska's work, pretty far, yeah. Yeah, from Rutgers, right? Uh-huh. Maryland, whatever. Okay, yeah, you're gonna. Let's let's talk about confined travel. It's just idiot talk, and I don't see how I don't see how it gets pulled off. Of all the sports, that's the one I don't see happening. We have to take a break, but I still think that in your league, Espo, 
masks should be mandatory for kids when they're on the bench. You, you make your own decision about it in the field. They are spaced out, although every, all nine kids seem to want to field a slow roller or a bunt on the infield. But if you're past that, I would think everybody sitting on the bench should, should have to wear a mask. But that's some literally somebody else is running that literally. All right, we come back. We'll continue this discussion. He's Mike Esposito. He's in for Grody. He's in for Spiegel. Who's in for Espo? Who's in for Grody? Who is in for Espo? Peruk. Burn, Burnfield. And eventually we get back to Peruk and we're all in for <laughs> Dave Baum. The chat chance. Saturday suckage. We're doing contact tracing on Saturday suckage. <laughs> Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. Wear a damn mask. There you go. Who was that? Trash Panda. It's from WWL-TV. I'm not sure the name of the guy. Okay. Wear a damn mask. All righty then. See that? That's from last Wear month. a damn mask. Your kids wear a mask on I the, do. On the bench. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Mike Esposito. In for Grody here on Chicago Sports Radio. 670 The Score. Saturday Suckage. Top of the hour. We will talk to Lamont Pope of the Chicago Tribune. We will talk about the White Sox. Michael Kopech making news. Opting out, we have not heard from Kopech. We've heard about possibilities regarding Kopech, why he opted out. And the idea of guys opting out, we saw David Price do it. Buster Posey did it upon uh, announcing that he and his wife adopted twin girls, and it's for the health and safety of his family. You understand that. Uh, Freddie Freeman contracted it. He's down with it. He went public with it, even though they don't have to, but he made sure that the Braves made the announcement. I got this. It's serious. It's horrible. And then you saw, so there's your number three hitter for you, the Atlanta Braves. Your number five hitter, Nick Markakis, mm-hmm. opted out. Mm-hmm. So his, here's, here's his reason, Espo. Quote, I'm at the point in my career where I'm not chasing the money. I'm not chasing any of that. I want to win and have fun. But it's at the point in this time, the game is about having fun and to have to go out there and play in front of an environment with no fans, it's just, it's not baseball to me. It's not how I was brought up in the game. It's all about the fans. The fans are what make this whole operation run. And to have to go out there and not have them part of it, it's tough. To me, baseball is baseball, and that's not baseball without fans in the ballpark. Well, and you know what? And and listen, it's easy for us to sit here, uh, you know, live from the basement as you've as you've mentioned, and make uh-huh. comments about guys opting out. But Nick Markakis has also played a lot of years, and he's made a ton of money. So as he said right off the top, this is not a money decision for him. I'm wondering, and I wonder. I'm sure there are guys torn with this. If you're, you know, a fringe roster player, ABC and you make 500000 a year, and you've played you know, half a season in the majors, would you be as uh, quick to opt out? I'm guessing the answer to that is no. Yeah, well, Regardless of what you feel about the fans, right? Someone with Kopech who undoubtedly, what, whatever signing bonus he got, whatever the deal he has, um, is, is not, it's certainly in the category of the player you just described as a, as a minor leaguer who's looking to make up just... I'm just trying to be on the taxi squad, survive the taxi squad, keep getting the looks, because you want to keep playing baseball. Mm-hmm. That's what's important. Teams want that, but players want that. You're right. That would be a much tougher decision, but Kopech's decision is such that it puts him, it keeps him from getting the service time that moves toward arbitration, moves toward free agency, that the, the assembly line of money that you go through the various ATMs that baseball has set up. And yet, mm-hmm. at base of it, if you if you looked at this, Espo, if you were an athlete and you had to choose a league, which league do you think is safest? Because I baseball, think certainly with Rob Manfred, he's a dope. They can't get this right. Why would you trust him? Or could you not trust any league? Which way would you go, Espo? Well, think about this, too, because and, you know, for for 
golf fans who listen to our show, The Scorecard, 6 to 8 a.m. Saturday mornings, by the way, uh, the, the thought with golf is that, hey, it's individual. You can keep an easy separation. There should be very little risk here uh, for the PGA Tour to resume, which they eventually did. And guess what? Immediately they had positive tests, and they are still testing at every event, and the same thing. So baseball, and that's to me, you know, football, basketball, hockey, I loop them all in the in the same group because there's physical contact. You're sweating all over each other. You're spitting all over each other. You know, body bodily fluids are flowing. The same happens in baseball, but it's easier to remain distant. So you would think baseball would be the easy answer to that. But as you mentioned, uh, so far, baseball not off to the greatest of starts. Well, it requires discipline on the participants. And the Cubs have shown that. And the Cubs stressed that. We heard it from... We, we heard it from players. We heard it from David Ross, the manager. We heard all of that. That it's and and Ian Happ said it with uh, with Dan Bernstein that there's a respect. In fact, he showed more respect, and he talked about it more. Um, Happ did being here uh, than than in Arizona, and it, because it was a respect for teammates and showing the discipline that's part of now being a major leaguer with your sights set on winning a World Series, 60 well, games or no, whatever it is. And did you see what David Ross said yesterday? We will not be in bars. We will not be out after games or something to that effect. I'm, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but the quote was effectively, you know, we will not be out in bars after games, basically. No, he'll be out in left field letting his dog run wild in Wrigley Field. <laughs> Talk about that may be the world's greatest dog park, and David Ross has ownership of it. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we will talk White Sox baseball with Lamont Pope, who covers the Sox for the Chicago Tribune. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Mike Esposito, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.